Spirits Dawn questing fans, and thanks for joining us at the end of the year with the show that puts the advent in adventure, The League of Ultimate Questing. My name is Kip Killigan, voice of the LUQ and servant of the Nexus Enterprise, and I am more than thrilled to welcome back your and my favorite sleeveless, mean and peachy keen co-host, Stormclad Thundertongue. Kip, feels great to be back. Sorry to leave you high and dry there, but I promise it was worth it. Knocked the cobwebs out of my gourd, got in a little trouble, the fun kind, and stretched my legs for a bit. I feel like a whole new orc, and I'm ready to let a rip on these teams. Who's up first, Kip? What kind of wild quest are the kids up to today? <coughs> well, I'm uh, glad to hear you feel better, Storm, but, uh, well, it's Spirit's Dawn. Uh, I think all the teams are taking the day off, you know, for the holiday. <sighs> of course, of course. I get myself all hyped up to bite down in some real adventure commentary, and then the teams are taking PTO. Uh, maybe I can rate them on their gift wrapping, or, I don't know, drinking their eggnog. Well, I thought it would be a special treat to check in on some of the teams on their day off and get a peek behind the hero scenes for our fans that are tuning in today. Yeah, it sounds fine. I'm just gonna have to seriously judge them on that wrapping and drinking. I'm an expert at both. Back at the academy, they called me Storm Rap Thunderchug. I'm a one-man holiday machine. Let's see what these kids are bringing to the table. Sounds good, Storm. Sounds good. The Mortal Dawn has returned from the village of Thandon, having helped Lord Nilros see the light, as it were through a series of trials presented to him by spirits throughout the evening, and perhaps coming in touch with a bit of their ancestry along the way. You've used the swan. You are now returning to the outskirts of your beloved home city, Lucinilli. The sea is there, the snow is falling, and all of the businesses are closed, because it is the morning now of spirit's dawn, the day after spirit's rest. You enter the city and see that there are lights on in all of the buildings. Families are clearly gathered together in their homes, but all of the shop fronts are shut down, None of the bars are open. All of the ships have had their sails taken down. There's no commerce happening. Very few people litter the streets, and it's quiet and crunchy and cold. Artyom, uh, do you want to build a snow ghost? I don't know what it is. That's why you should help me build one. <laughs> uh, maybe. I'm pretty tired. I'll help you build one. I used to love doing that. Morty's very excited with you playing with snow and starts running around in circles. I think I'm going to uh, take a moment. I step away. All right. So what is involved in the process of making a snow ghost? Um, so it's like a lump of snow mm -hmm. and then some eyes. Okay. And maybe a spooky mouth. Ah. What are you using for your eyes and mouth in this improvised um, snow ghost? I'm going to uh, get some berry juice for the mouse or like fruit juice, whatever. Oh, okay. Whatever I've got. It. Grape juice? I don't know. <laughs> Just carry around grape juice. <laughs> Oh, wait, this well, is wine. To, <laughs> hey, that's actually, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Um, and then for the eyes, let's say uh, pine cones. Pine mm, cones are great eyes. Nice. Like like really stressed, you know, when people are like, ah, it's like that. So Chris and Arvid together outside of the uh, Lounge of Ultimate Questing, which is now closed. You can see the sign is says closed for holiday hours, um, have constructed this snow ghost, which stands a few feet tall, and it seems to have a yellow stain at the bottom where Morty helped. <laughs> <clears throat> Herithax will be outside with them while they do this, but I build a snow drawn. A snow drawn. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Cute. Does it, does it show them up, or is it very simple? Uh, it's probably relatively simple. Nice. Yeah. 
uh, as RTM heads up the stairs on their own. Um, and when you open the door, you look in and you see Mavid sitting there with like his hand kind of like half asleep at the table. Um, again, there's like some paperwork down, empty cup. I set down a bottle of considerably expensive liquor. Oh, what day is it? Um, <laughs> Spirits, though. You're back so soon. Duh. I thought. Oh, you've used the swan, didn't you? Duh. I was expecting to spend the day by myself, as is the tradition. Another feeling. How did it go? Well, I think we uh, changed his mind. Well, that's good. I didn't know that was part of the quest, but if it helped, then... Duh. Very good. I will expect the income to be sent our way very soon. It's a little early for this, but <laughs> it's a holiday, I suppose. Uh, he probably notices that I don't usually drink, so this mm-hmm. is weird. What's the occasion besides the holiday itself? It seemed like you weren't a practicer of such things. Tell me about your family. My family? Duh. I don't really have a family, Artyom. Not really, or no? I don't. No. Found them somewhere? Something like that. I've told you a little bit about how I work. I'm filled with the memories of my past lives. And they don't all start from zero, it seems. Hmm. Interesting. I have been Maven since the moment I have been on this world. Hmm. What did you say is your purpose? Who? Um, I have many purposes. I'm interested in seeing some change in the world. But for the time being, I'm putting all of my attention on, taps the table, this right here. I finish the drink and pour another. He'll keep up. Be like, well, I thought I had a long night, but this does make it seem to go down a little easier. <laughs> How about you, Artyom? Are you excited to have your Uncle Loshad in town? Reconnect with your bloodline? Ugh, this is complicated. I, I'm glad to have my family not dead, if that helps at all. I can imagine. <sighs> but it is more complicated than that. Loshad told me a little bit. We spent some time together when I was finding him work. You, uh... Yeah, there is this concept that is thrown around a lot here. And it's something, it's something we have a word for. It's not an alien idea, but uh, maybe the meaning is, is confusing to me. But love... Mm-hmm. I, I do not understand. Not really. Uh, Arvid seems to talk about it a lot. Mm-hmm. They talk about emotions and feelings endlessly, like a, like a little chattering monkey, and uh, I somehow feel like I am missing the point. That's true with many, Artyom. Some people, you say, have purposes in life. And there are novelists and poets and painters that are simply trying to figure out love. That's their entire M.O. I can feel myself being pulled in two directions. Uh, the reverence I have for my God and the obligation I have taken upon myself with this. And I pull out my wand. And you feel like those are two different paths that don't verge? It is complicated. I, I see so many. I see so many priests. I see so many uh, good people of God, and they're devoted completely to them. But Bren, for me, is not a. He's not a voice that is constant in my life, and I do not feel driven by his every whim. Uh, and and yet, I feel like it is the closest thing I have to love in my life. But it is not love. Not mm. not as I see it. Not as they see it. It definitely has different definitions depending on where it comes from. I feel like as I grow stronger in the light, I grow weaker in my connection to him. Maybe he's challenging you. Maybe. Maybe he knows that your kind don't do well in the light and he wants to see how far he can push you. I stand up and take my drink to the window and I look out at them. 
you see Morgan like running around and like knock Arvid over into a bank of snow. Mm-hmm. And Chris just laughs. Do you have? Uh, you don't have family, but uh, Arvid talks a lot about chosen family. Yes, that's true. Do you have people like that? I don't. In my previous lines of work, having too close of connections was problematic. I found it safest to distance myself from most things. I have my fun. I have my evenings of revelry, but uh, I can't remember the last time I slept in the same bed twice. Neither do I. Or maybe uh, maybe I don't understand it. I don't know. I fear, I fear the same thing. That, that by getting closer, I put him at risk. Hmm. Especially with this, and I tap the wand again. Right, that thing. I'm still not sure I understand it completely, but it's not really my business. It would be something. It would be some comfort to understand what it is. I thought maybe it was uh, it was clear when it uh, reacted to you, but I do not feel evil or danger coming from you. So what does that say of me? No, I don't think it says anything of you other than you're looking for answers that aren't clear yet. What does it say of who I was and who I am becoming, that I am not trusting these people, these people who are not my family, who did not see anything I went through, Mm. who were not there during the worst parts of my life? Well, from what I learned about your Uncle Oshad, it seems like your people are constantly pushed to their limit. I imagine there's always another need. As long as you have something to do, you have a purpose. That seemed to be his understanding of his need for a job and his need to exist in general. Maybe it's your way of trying to find things to work towards instead of looking at what you have right now. I think I have to make a choice whether I will continue to define myself by my work and my duty or start looking for something more. Mm. I finish the drink and I step over to the roof. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for the drink. And I'm always here if you want to talk of these things. I'm no expert, no psychologist, but... I have lived through some filth in my life. I think we all have. He looks out the window. Oh, they're making snow ghosts. (laughs) What's that thing Haruthax is making? It's terrifying. (laughs) Haruthax is basically just one big snowball that I've just rolled because I can't put legs underneath it that'll Mm -hmm. actually support it. And then I come in like briefly at one point. I break a bottle and I chip off all the from the bottom so that I have like a lens. And I just (laughs) that right in the middle. And I'm like, yeah, it's good enough. (laughs) I'm upstairs. I'm in the roof now. Well, it's nice to see that you're all back. Uh, Shall I light a fire? Warm things up in here? Uh, That would be lovely. I feel like I can see my breath, and I didn't even notice because of the drink. And he goes over and busies himself, stoking the flame. Nathan, I have a uh, question for you. You have a head for numbers and things and what's needed. Well, well, the last quest, uh, a lot happened, and I was uh, rather moved by something. Hmm. Um, what would it take to start a memorial, maybe an orphanage, something in that town? In Thandon? In Thandon, yes. Interesting question. I can draw up some numbers to go over with you. Um, I don't really know of the commerce there right now. Uh, I've been in Lucinilli for so long, but I can get some things sent to me and give you a rough idea. Please, Please do, and please do. Chris, you never cease to amaze me with your ambitions. I think it's a wonderful idea, and considering the kind of coin that comes through your pockets, not as hard as you might think. Hmm. People like that, little goes a long way. Just uh, make sure it's named after Wee William. 
Wee William. Well, that's a cute name. And uh, as he lights the fire, says, Well, I wasn't expecting to spend the day with anyone. Uh, kind of tradition for me to spend Spirit's Dawn by myself. Um, but Why is that? That's rather odd. Not really in my line of work. I'm just, I'm just busy a lot. Mm. No one to send letters to or ring up. I like to sever my connections, unless they're business. Mm. But I would have had some food ready, but Jean-Pierre is still sick, so I'm, all the businesses nearby are closed. We'll have to scrounge up for ourselves today, I suppose. There may be some leftovers around here somewhere, but... Uh, yes, I'll need some help, but I know how to make a few things. Mm. Good to know. There's plenty to drink, though. The wet bar is well-stocked, and uh. we have some ingredients downstairs in the kitchen, but I'm no, I'm no Jean-Pierre. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, Archim seems to be busy with some things right now, but there have been some packages that have arrived recently while you were gone. This one is for the Mortal Dawn, and it is signed from the Broken Ballad. This envelope, he says, laying it on the table. I, of course, didn't open it because it's not addressed to me particularly, but uh, there you are. Oh, oh, I should... Uh, Artyom, Arvid, Arthax? You all hear a faint voice out of the window. No response from me. Arvid appears. Clonk, clonk, clonk. Morty busts in the door covered in snow, <laughs> like just covered in snow, and then <laughs> shakes it all off, and there's like a puddle on the ground. Runs over to the fire and just plop, <laughs> flops over. Stinky boy. Yeah, big stinky <laughs> snow boy. Tail just kind of like. <laughs> well, where's Artyom? He seemed like he needed to deal with some things. Oh, should we wait? We received this letter from the Broken Ballad. What do you guys think? I'm sure we can tell him later. If, if he would not like us to bother him, I'm learning. I'm learning about him. He would not like us to bother him. <laughs> I agree. He probably doesn't want us to bother him, but he is our team captain. If we're receiving gifts, communication, I don't know what from other teams. Perhaps it's appropriate for him to be here. <clears throat> I want to open it now. Mm, me too. <laughs> if it makes any difference, it's definitely nothing official. It came in the regular mail, and it's with standard postage, but I'm just putting it down. That's all. I've done my job. Oh, just tempting me and walking away. Um, This also came for you, Chris, and it's signed from the Sons of Starlight. Oh. And it was shipped all the way from Ilosar, so this has been out, and it's like a long, narrow box. Oh. And he kind of slides it over. <clears throat> Chris just excitedly opens it. Uh, it looks like a kind of strange set of elven robes it's like very open in the chest and the kind that kind of billows out into wide pants that are sort of attached near the knee mm -hmm. and it's just this really plain generic white color but with little gold clasps here and there oh this is absolutely beautiful oh that's a nice ensemble oh, oh i might just have to go try it on i'll be back and as you do it fits pretty well and as you're trying it on the color slowly starts to shift to like a light blue as you're looking in the mirror and seeing the reflection of like snow and ice out the window and you're not sure how or why. And you focus on it and you realize that you can just very lightly change the color of it. Other than that, it's just a pretty nice elven robe, but it changes chromatically based on either mood or intent. I love it. I love it so much. And there's a little letter that just says, thank you for all your help. Oh, I will have to send him a thank you note after this eve. Well, I still have half a bottle of here of whatever Artyom gave me, and it's delicious. Would anyone like some? I'll take a glass, yes. He pours it. Seems like you've been up all night. Uh, the, yes, we've uh, had quite the adventure. And I've been thinking about, you know, what to get on our little uh, exchange. Ah, yes. Well, we should probably do that tonight when the sun starts to go down. That would be fun. Tonight? Oh, um, 
Well, if you'll excuse me, I kind of need to go get uh, started on it. I'll be back later. I'll see you later. And we'll also assume everyone's done a little bit of preparation for that. That is some the, time coming. That is the reason I don't do Secret Santas in real life. <laughs> People will be like, let's do it now. Yes. I, no, because I forget about them. Yeah. <laughs> some poor sap who I drew doesn't get a present. Frightening. Arvid after saying a lot of, no, I'm going to stay up all night until the until the end of... <laughs> um, spirits rest eve wait no morning day day uh after after talking about trying to stay up until the next night he has like one glass of of the wine yeah. and pretty much passes out liquor okay liquor and then pretty much passes out like the idea next to the dog guys i did it i stayed up all night <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and it is traditional to stay up all of spirits rest but yeah you are exhausted and you slump over and morty piles on top is, uh maven is the greenhouse has that been finished yet or are we still working on it It hasn't been super long no i'm going to need some time for that kind of renovation sorry also it's not a good season to have seeds and things imported that's fair why the greenhouse though that's kind of the point of the greenhouse yes of course well I'm going to go out and see if I can rustle up some food somewhere in town. And I will bring it back, of course. I'm sure I can find something that's open. Everything can't be closed. Business never stops. He takes off and grabs the rest of the bottle before he leaves. He goes up to the roof before he leaves. I am not there. Oh. While they've been talking, mm-hmm. he sees the fruits of what I've been doing. There are four snow ghosts. One with ram's horns, one with dragon horns, and one with a crystal a chunk of ice in its chest. Mm-hmm. Like an icicle finger. <laughs> and then one with a horribly, horribly ugly face. No. Oh. All four of them have a leather thong around the neck and a pouch at the base of it. Mm. He will go and collect the people from inside and say, Arvid, would you like to wake up for just a moment? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's something on the roof. And he gestures you all up there. This looks like some kind of, well, it's not a ceremony I'm familiar with, but. That one's me. There's look gestures to the neck and says, there seem to be some things here. On each of their faces, they all have the scary mouths that you described. The mouths seem like they're the wand of thorns pushed into the face, and there's blood coming out of them. A little morbid, but, you know, it's very sweet. As you kind of get closer, you see that the statue that's presumably supposed to reflect Artyom has his jacket. At the base of it. Herithex tastes some of the bloody snow. Was it real blood? Mm-hmm. Well, it's definitely real blood. Just in case anyone wandered. Um, you actually see that there's a trail of blood leading, leading off the roof. Like like you just... I, I like look over the edge. Like, <laughs> do you just walk off the roof? At the base, you see more pooling blood and then a trail. All right, well, good news. He's not just lying on the ground down there, so... Um, Arvid's going to check what's in the pouch on his... As soon as you open up the pouch, you see a small little mushroom you've seen them before Artyom sometimes summons them uh he calls them good buttons good buttons double buttons <laughs> okay and then from there probably uh is like maybe we should find him um i can get morty to look for him um the pouches themselves are made of black leather and they look like they have lots and lots of streaks on them that are hard to pin down is this a l- leather is this like... It, it's leather. It's leather. There's air quotes going on. Does it seem like it could be um, perhaps a drow skin? Go ahead and roll me a nature check. 18 plus the... <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm untrained. Oh, okay. Well, 
even with that, your wisdom bonus is at least plus two. And uh, you can tell that this looks almost familiar. It looks like dark elf hide that's been slightly scarred up. And Morty kind of sniffs it in your hand and then wags his tail. <laughs> Where did he go without his jacket? Why, what is happening? Where did he go without his skin? Um, if you don't mind, uh, Morty actually goes over to my jacket and starts snuffling around in it. And when you investigate, you see that the whole inside of the back is covered in dried blood. Um, is anyone else very, very, very concerned right now? Why don't we all stay up long enough to follow this trail and find out what's happened to Artyom? I agree. Morty, can you show us the way? <laughs> and uh, run down the stairs and begin following this trail of randomly splitter-splattered dropped blood in the snow. It's a little challenging because of the cold temperature, but uh, Morty is a good winter boy. It takes you probably about 20 or 30 or so minutes of walking before you find a church of Bren. It's got a high solarium, and that's where the trail ends. Well, this is a fairly logical destination, I suppose. And being a temple, I'm certain they're open on Spirit's Dawn. Let's go. We have to find him. We're going to leave Morty outside. Okay. That's a very good idea. Good point. Uh, Maven goes up to the door and it opens because it's not locked and says, Hello, is anyone there? And a soft voice comes from inside and says, Yes, please be quiet though. Do you wish to speak to the sun god on this day to commune with Bren? Uh, that's not really our intention here today. We're looking for a friend of ours who must have passed by here recently, possibly with some serious damage. Ah, right this way. Please take a seat. I will go and see if I can rouse them. I'm just sitting in the solarium silently. And uh, just kind of knocks on one of the banisters. I don't respond. Shall I tell them to be gone? I don't respond. Uh, climbs back down the stairs and says, I'm afraid they're in a bit of a meditative state. Uh, no respond. They came here indeed with a fair bit of damage, but we've taken care of it. Upstairs? Yes, up there. Solarium. Arvid's gonna bust past him. <laughs> oh, you're not supposed to go over there. <laughs> I think I think Haruthax will stay outside with Morty to make sure Morty doesn't come bursting in the door mm. in an opportune moment. He's just sitting on the porch, wag wag wagon. Haruthax, come on, you should go see him. He shouldn't be alone on his first holiday. I suppose you have a point, Morty. You mind your manners. <laughs> <laughs> Having gone upstairs, ignoring anyone trying to stop him, um, <laughs> just starts opening doors if there are doors. I'm not sure. Looking at walking in on like sleeping nuns. And... <laughs> <laughs> Shouting, Artyom, Artyom. Uh, eventually you find yourself to the solarium at the top and you see me uh, naked from the waist up, bathed in just stained glass light. And my back is perfect. More than perfect, as in there's no scars anymore. It looks like the skin of a young man. Uh, How did you do that? Well, you can buy spells pretty cheap if you're part of the league. Oh. Is this symbolic shedding of scars? I guess. Not uh, culturally significant, but important to me. I thought you didn't care for these uh, physical things. Well, um, I, I'm very confused right now. 
I think... I think I wanted to give you something of me. Maybe something from my past. Mm. I think it might be time for me to leave my past behind. I uh, <laughs> drove at a young age, develop a little talent. We can make good buttons, the mushroom that is inside. And it sustains us. Uh, it's what lets us keep working past the point of exhaustion. I've given that ability to you in the pouch, along with a piece of myself. I'm sorry for the drama. It's all okay. It's normal to be confused and to want to move on from... It's not normal for him. These chains. Well, it is customary to, in spirit, give a piece of yourself in every gift, but this is a very literal <laughs> translation of this and very touching. He says, holding the coat up that Maven brought with him, said... Shall I keep holding this for you? No. I think it's time to go. Christ. Yes? In your pouch there's something else. Yes? I got you uh, as the name for the gift giving. Mm -hmm. Oh, the Crypic Crothus? Uh Inside the pouch you see two earrings. Inside are what looks like diamonds. But when you hold them into the light, instead of having the shimmer be white or blue... It's blood red. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. They're Krasnyanka. It uh, means, I guess, little red. Uh, there's no real translation. They're nothing special. They're uh, cheap, cheap gems in the Underdark, but I understand that they are valued here on the surface quite a bit. Yes, they're very rare. They don't grant any magical properties or give you anything special, but I thought you might like them. I love them. <laughs> Thank you. I would... Give you a hug, but I know how you feel about that. But I think it's okay today. Chris will just go over and give him a nice, big, soft hug. Arvid's in on it. <laughs> you're, like, you're halfway into a two of you hug before it becomes also an Arvid hug. <laughs> One large fish eats the smaller fish kind of hugs. <laughs> They're just lifted off the ground. Yeah. Oh, um, please forgive me, Artyom. But I, I think I need to run back. I need to get your gift. No, later, later. This is, this is all very awkwardly timed. I don't want, I don't want the ritual of things to be upset by my uh, melodrama. And Maven holds the coat out for you to put your arms into. I slip in. Feel free to stay here as long as you wish. But I'm going to go try to rustle up some food, and I'll return to the base of operations sometime soon. Look for a dragonborn restaurant. We don't usually observe the Mackinac holidays as much. <laughs> it's mostly just raw meat <laughs> they're also called butcher shops <laughs> it's everything tartar it's like Chinese restaurants that are always open on Christmas and Thanksgiving mm -hmm. it's just the dragonborn restaurants mm. and finally this old figure comes hobbling up the stairs like you're not all supposed to be up here <sighs> I put my hand on his shoulder thank you you did you did your duty of course are you going to be alright how does it feel <sighs> better Better than I felt in a long time. Well, thank you for choosing us. There are lots of healing temples in this town, and we don't get a chance to use our gifts in such a way. I imagine most people don't associate Bren with healing. Quite the opposite, but one cannot heal a wound until it is cauterized. Well, thank you for joining our temple, and please feel free to stay and pray as much as you wish, but please keep it down. <laughs> this one is delightfully quiet. <laughs> as I lead them out, I tell them... 
<sighs> I only just got the re regeneration done, but uh, I first had my skin cut by the tanner. He was very confused. He was very upset. But that was several days ago when we went shopping. Mm -hmm. So uh, I've kind of had this for a while. So you fought that tree thing with it like that? Duh. That's horrible. Anyway, I got their captain in a headlock, which will piss off any pirate crew, really. His bird's chewing on my ear like it's beef jerky, and they start pulling swords with my daggers quicker, and Cap's throat is well at hand. An entire pirate crew? When was this? Uh, let me see here. I guess about nine days. Anyway, long story short, my passage is free. I get my room about three out of five stars, but the pineapple rum. Damn, I love the ocean. Amazing. Storm, danger and excitement seem to follow you wherever you go. No, they don't follow me. I just keep looking for them. I know the right rocks to look under and the dark corners to poke around in. I'm happy to get it out of my system. Get a few new scars and fresh outlook on life. And while you regaled me with that jaw-dropping tale, the Mortal Dawn have been busy winter workers setting up what has to be one of the strangest Spirit Dawn celebrations I've ever seen. Yeah, they're weird folks, but you can't help but getting choked up when a grab bag of dangerous goofballs find each other and form a bond stronger than tempered mithril. That's what the holidays are about. Storm, you're the hardest softy I know. Do you need a tissue? Uh, no, just, uh... Just got to commercial. I got, I got some nutmeg in my from the, uh, from the chalky cocoa. I mean, uh, beer, beer, damn it! Cut the commercial. Welcome back to the New Year's Rocks Fallen Eve, and here's your host, Dick Cleric. Welcome back, folks. And thank you for joining us here in Capitol Square for another Rocks Fallen New Year's Spirits Dawn party tonight. It's been an absolute blast here with live shows from Edelweir Unplugged, Thrash Bash Slash Gash, The Chainmail Dancers, Stage Magic from Prestigio Redbeard. What a talent-packed celebration. We've got hundreds of orcs and goblins dancing the night away down in the party pit. Hey, folks, are you almost ready? I just want to take a sec to remind us all to think of loved ones who've helped us through the years and the adventures that we've been on and how they've helped us grow as people. Oh, there's the signal. It's almost time. Get ready, everybody. The Rocks Fall! <laughs> Hundreds of slaughtered orcs and goblins to appease the blood god for another year, free from suffering and sanguine wrath. You're welcome, folks. Join us again next year where maybe we'll use kobolds or gnolls or something. Happy Spirits Dawn, everyone. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine. 
coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hail you cuties. It's about to be freaking like super New Year's and everything, like super on Mega Time 2020. Yeah. Sorry, I started doing that mid-stretch and I just I just didn't want to I didn't want to start over. Anyway, we have an unbelievable team of legendary Patreon subscribers who give us so much goodness and so much love. That is Jeff Ammons, Dave Mladenov, Isaac Davies, Jack Phillips, Christian Weissman, San Cam, Jen Finch, and Erie Lunaros. You guys, uh, so many of them are on the Discord constantly, like, making my day better with awesome comments and everything, and I just cannot express how much I enjoy that. Um, if you guys want to jump in the Discord, it is now available on most of our social media. You can actually just go to Twitter or Facebook, and there should be a link right to the Discord there. I realize, actually, way after the fact that we kind of didn't make it very easy to find, so you have our apologies for that. So, I know that the Patreon thing's getting a little long. We've talked about the idea of doing these, like, legendary teams, which we're still playing around with the idea for, but hopefully we'll have that ready for our anniversary, which is coming up in February. So if you guys are excited about that, let us know. And we are hoping to do a League of Ultimate questions where we answer your guys' Q&As and things like that sometime around the new year. We're hoping and talking about trying to do it live on Twitch and then recording it as podcast for people who don't want to do the Twitch thing. So if you like that idea, if you're interested in it, shoot us some information. And that's just, we just got a lot going on right now. Uh, as a side note, we are also working with Level Up Dice, a fantastic luxury dice people. I know the holidays are over, but if you're interested in potentially eh, maybe helping us out by giving it some clicky clicks, you can find it at bit.ly slash L-U-D slapdash studios. You can also find a link to it in our episode descriptions. But the new year is here and we are dedicated to doing some awesome stuff. We're going to be seeing a lot of changes in League of Ultimate Questing, but nothing too drastic or nothing too unpleasant. So just bear with us on that. If you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, just reach out to us on social media or on Discord. We've got a whole channel just for that but i want to say i hope you all had happy holidays i hope you have a great new year and i hope everybody's a lot happier it's my friend questly that's me today's an adventure yippee Going live on tour, it's your kid's favorite adventuring teacher, my friend Questly. Featuring all your favorite characters from the show, with classic songs like... If you're walking in a dungeon and you think you see a trap, don't you go any further, just clap, clap, clap. Hey Questly, I heard you clapping. What's wrong? Boy, I think I see a trap up ahead, Robert Rogue. Ah, that's okay, Questly. I'll take care of it. Thanks for letting me know with a clap. And not to mention the hit single. D4 looks like a pyramid. D6 looks like a cube. D8 looks like a pointy old diamond. And the D10 comes in sets of two. The D12 looks like a stop sign. That ate a bit too much cake. And the D20 looks like a magical ball with which all your checks you'll make. That's why we sing a polyhedral song. We all have a special gift, some quick, some smart, some strong. That's why we do polyhedral dance. Taking fate into our hands, every dream has a chance. My friend Questly, adventure is fun tour, coming to a town near you. 
Get tickets today. When you leave the temple, you see uh, Morty is kind of off in the alley near the side, wrapped around two very small children who are kind of huddled in there from the cold. <gasps> and he looks up and wags his tail but doesn't move from them. And they're just like snuggled up into him and they're like, he's so warm. Uh, Morty, where'd you get those? It's <laughs> 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 like slurps an entire face of one, like the hair is like cowlick straight up. Do they look okay? They look kind of okay, but they've probably been on the street for a while. I look at Chris. <laughs> Chris just gets like wide-eyed, sad kind of way. It's just like we have plenty of space. I, I thank you. At least for tonight. Would you guys like to spend this eve with us? We have plenty of food. They look at the dog and be like, "Will he be there?" Of course. <laughs> you can see a couple of tricks. Arvid has been masterful at training him. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Arvid's gonna show off and get him to like jump up. I don't know. So he seems like understand. reluctant to stop snuggling with these kids oh, yeah. at first too. So Chris is going to like pet him. Says, Please be a good boy. And like also help the kids like mm -hmm. on top of him. So the little, the little boy back. was about to like tug Arvid's sleeve and be like, can I ride him? <laughs> so Chris they hop aboard. Up. Yeah. yeah. Aboard. <laughs> and uh, he's like, it's a little hard for him to stand because he's so excited and waggly, but he's definitely large enough to support the two child to chew children's weights. Is there anyone you should tell where you're going before we just cart you off across the city? Um, the little boy looks confused and the girl who's like, seems like the older and more spoken of the two says, no. Okay. I just wanted to make sure your friends weren't going to be like, the mortal dawn stole our friends. <laughs> um, we don't need to bother you. If you maybe have some coins we could take. That will come later. For now, a warm place and some food little boy like lights up and she's like she seems a little paranoid about like such nice generosity but she's allowing it to happen she's just very protective of this small sibling we are members of the mortal dawn part of the league of ultimate questing trust me we couldn't do anything bad to you if we wanted to so now we've got children babies mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. great <laughs> i'll keep an eye out for other people in need okay um between here and the rot ward there's a good handful. You can probably encounter a good dozen people out on the street. I'm going to start dragging them all with us. <gasps> a couple of them have a hard time moving on their own with like legs that have been rotted away by some kind of gangrenous. I'm going to slap as much spare the dying and spell slots to just heal anybody I can. Uh, you will get in your wake a good 10 people or so cool. following you along. Confused about where they're going. Is this some kind of religious thing? No. Not going to try to give us a baptism? No. No, it isn't. I think maybe for the first time it isn't. Hmm. They said it's going to be warm. They might be food. It works <laughs> for me. Uh, yeah. I'm excited to take him to the, to the lounge and mm -hmm. just fucking get it. <laughs> Reginald. Yes. You've communicated... Maven's communicated with us via you before. Can you do the opposite? Those were recorded messages. Okay, so you can't message him. Not unless I go and get to him. All right, maybe go tell Maven to expect additional company when he goes shopping. Mm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
flutters off. <laughs> Maven comes back with enough food for four people. Why are there 30 people here? <laughs> uh, and you all return to the closed bar, um, which you all have keys to, of course. And as you open it, you flick on whatever lights you can, and you realize the kitchen is fairly sparse, but it is very warm in here and quiet. And despite the fact that it is closed for business, you have created a very soft and warm sense of community and some hope in these very troubled people's lives. I'll light whatever fires I can, and I'm going to look at what's in the kitchen. I'm going to see if I can maybe figure something out. Chris will go and help. Sure. Uh, It looks like after Jean-Pierre took some sick leave, he pretty much cleared things out so that they weren't sitting on inventory and rotting product and stuff. Fair enough. It's very minimal. There's like some seasonings and yeah, not much in the way of like flour and things like that. Um, beer thick black beer that's what the people need that, <laughs> that you have I'll grab the thickest shit I can get and pour for anybody who isn't so small that it'll hurt them <laughs> Right, sure uh, there's plenty of glasses to go around and you pour some some very thick black stout out and they eagerly sip away at it and they're like they're just in shock by the fact that they're in a place and that they get a nice quiet clean chair to sit in and these really strange people who have taken <laughs> them in but they seem very grateful well, uh, I, I better get to work. Uh, keep an eye on our guest for me. Can do. And we can also assume you've done a lot of the work and it's kind of hidden away, but yeah. you need some finishing touches and stuff. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of time passes. You see the children like running around and playing with Morty. And even though he's been up all night, he's found a whole new sense of energy. <laughs> One of the little, the little boy has like a butter knife and he's playing like he's sparring with some dragon or something. I'm like the heart attacks. Shall we get to work? And I point to the sicker and less well people. Hmm. Yes. Take the children. I'll deal with the elders. Awesome. I give him a pointed look about that. Okay. Uh, and we'll assume the, the two of you are going to go about and do some medicine checks and try to clean some wounds and maybe prescribe some aid. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, let's see some medicine checks. Right, I cast Guidance on Artyom. Okay. Cool. Advantage? Uh, no, uh, D4. D4. Actually, fuck it. I'm just going to cast Bless on the party. Oh, that, wouldn't, that wouldn't affect a skill check. Oh, fuck, you're right. Okay, yeah. cool. But you could, um, guard, you could guidance back to Harithex. Yeah, right back at you. Bow. 17. Great. Um, 19. Yeah, you both do phenomenally. Um, there's like an old man who's had a broken arm for some time. You managed to like reset it. Someone has a very badly infected leg. You do a lot of cleaning on it and bind it up. It's still not usable for the time being, but it's going to heal instead of just keep rotting and getting worse. For the kids, I'm assuming if they're sick or whatever, I'm going to do a very theatrical explanation as to what germs are and like the mm-hmm. bugs inside of their system and how they make you sick and all that stuff. The boy loves it. The girl's very mortified <laughs> by this. Um, and you do clear up a bit of a cough that they've had in their lungs for some time. And some of the elders um, are in pretty bad shape, but you comfort them, especially administering probably some mild pain-killing herbs and unguents, which they're very grateful for. And after a little time, uh, you hear a knock on the door, and then it slowly starts to open and says, it's it's me, I need a hand here. Harvid rushes out to hell. Groceries. <laughs> um, and as you open the door, you see Maven with two other figures behind him that look like they're carrying some pretty large wooden boxes. And says, I'm not taking responsibility for this one. Um, move aside. And he ushers in, and they all start loading these boxes and opening them and just pulling out just like trays of food that have been wrapped up in plastics and things like that. Says this uh, is addressed from the house of Salvidon. Uh. 
who were they? Salvedon? Sal- Desmond and Delilah. Yeah. Right? Oh. <laughs> oh, they did something good. <laughs> it seems they had anticipated to send you a spirit's dawn feast, and there's plenty here mm. for what Reginald told me was quite the congregation. I'm assuming you'll know something of the streets. If you can get the word out, I'm sure we can fit a lot of people in here. It's already done. Good. Well, this is quite a treat. I wasn't anticipating all this, but what a nice way to spend the day. You're stuck with us. <laughs> yes, I suppose so. I'll stop running errands for a little bit. Oh, besides this one. And he runs upstairs and comes down with the letter that he left on the table. Now that you're all together, I suppose you can open this. Uh, it's from the Broken Ballad. They seemed very gracious. Look, yeah. I open it up. Uh, looks, there are four tickets to a show at the Dan Marion Solar Dome for Thrash Bash Slash Gash. <laughs> <laughs> Front row seats what? with the backstage access. Whoa. Yes. <laughs> this is interesting. And normally more of the, uh, what is it, the chanting music, very religious things. I suppose I'd be okay with some, what is this, uh, thrash metal? (laughs) They do tend to thrash a lot of metal on the stage, yes. (laughs) It has a religion unto itself. Look, we Mm. just hung out with Power Metal Santa, so I think maybe it's (laughs) It's kind of a bad religion. (laughs) (laughs) Fine, you go after me for that one. God damn it. If you must. Well, what do you say? You all give each other your cryptic Crothus gifts. Seems like a good a time as any. Leave already got in mind. I'm not quite done yet. You guys go first. Haru? Uh, sure. Uh, do you want to go first or second? I want to go first. Why? I mean, I guess. <laughs> you must have me. I do. I have yours as well, so. <laughs> I figured when they were talking about how they had each other's. Well, technically we didn't know who Chris had, but that's fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I made this for you. And uh, he pulls out a hand-whittled... It looks kind of like a pipe, except for it doesn't have a hole at the end. It's got, like, a crudely carved deer head. It has a little tiny hole at its mouth. And the other side is, like, a long reed. And he explains, uh, This is an animal lure for a deer. I don't know if it will work yet, because I haven't tried it. But... <laughs> But you may be able to uh, trick some animals into coming and getting their bodies opened. (laughs) (laughs) And to do that with, I also, he pulls out a carved, like, antler hilt. The rest of it's been hand sharpened over a long period of time. You know, full tang. Full tang deer antler. A filet filet knife. (laughs) A filet knife. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Well, that's surprisingly practical and very thoughtful. I'm touched, Arvid. Truly. I have a gift for you as well. I, I'm afraid I didn't make it myself. I don't have the refinement. And I, I pull out a, a fairly large bundle, which is elaborately wrapped. Um, starts unwrapping. Are there any tricks? There, it's, it's wrapped multiple times, so you have multiple layers of paper to go through. Herothax felt like you would enjoy the, the spectacle. The bows are like eldritch knots creating a spell <laughs> of secrecy. <laughs> Excellent. When you finally get to the bottom of the box, you pull out a um, animal pelt, a large animal pelt, which is snow white. And as you remove it, it's a new cloak, which is made from a winter wolf pelt. And the clasps are the wolf's foreclaws, which clasp together with its teeth. Oh my gosh! Look at this! <laughs> Look at it! Ah! Spinning it around. I know um, you're... I know your cloak that you wear is, um, it was from your family, but you've been wearing it a while now, and I thought maybe you'd like a a new one. Thank you. Thank you. 
<laughs> Haruthax just closes their eyes and kind of holds their hands out for a hug, like like just accepting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> immediate crushage. Yeah, there was no way we were getting through that without a hug. So. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Good, you just missed the main event. <laughs> and Maven will help you with the door and carrying yes. it out. So actually, uh, Maven will help with the door and then the lights go off. Mm. So the whole bar goes dark to the confused sigh of many homeless people. At which point you start hearing footsteps coming up, coming out. And then you see these little lights coming out. And as they get closer to the people around, they're actually the shape of moths. Mm. Little lightning moths coming out. It wouldn't be Christ without the spectacle. <laughs> <laughs> and then as uh, as I finally finish my way there, lights come on. Well, in a fantastical flourish, of course. It's the crisp thing to do. The moths swirl around, all that stuff, and allow, and lights flash. And what you see before you is a giant moth-shaped cake. It's mirror-glazed. <laughs> it's glittering. It's actually the color of a sunburst. And you see Chris, and he's just got like flour in his hair, just like <laughs> frosting all over the place. Just like I, I helped make this for you. I hope you like it. It's uh, it's got clove butter and anise and some cinnamon. And uh, I, I can't imagine the world in which I don't love it. Oh. It's a lovely cake, Chris. I didn't know you had such skill. We should get you on the Halfling Bake Off. Oh, oh no, I had, I had some help. I think you'd have a head over the competition. <laughs> ah. Ah. See, you do understand pun. <laughs> <laughs> Learn so quickly. I have a confession to make everyone. I didn't realize we would be spending this holiday together, and I don't have any kind of gifts for you. Oh, no need. I've, that is fine. The work you have done is gift enough. I've never been responsible for such things before. I seems like I'm responsible for everything else in my life, but giving people presents is not something I I wouldn't even have known what to do. And I feel a little bad about it. Don't. I do have one more thing that came, and it's a little bit disturbing. Um, it's for Christ. And it's addressed from Anne Design. What? And he takes out a little scroll case and unscrews the end, and just like this little crystal shard comes out. It says, there's a message inside. I couldn't access it if I tried, but I didn't even want to. Um, only you can. And I thought I'd let you either choose to discard it or deal with it at your own leisure. Uh, Chris looks around and takes a big breath in. He reaches for it, but no, 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 not tonight. That's not what this is about. Understood. Uh, I want to be with my it friends. That seems smart. I just wanted you to know it's here, and I'm not keeping it from you. I just, Thank you. It feels strange in my pocket. <sighs> Where is Loshad? Loshad is working. What? He requested to work today. <sighs> they offered to pay him extra because no one else wanted to come in. Oh, the road. Okay. I can go and fetch him. Well, when he has time, I don't want to stop his work. I don't think there's anyone overseeing him right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, bring him when, he, when you can. Sure. Um, I'm feeling a little awkward anyway. I could use some fresh air. He takes off. You're welcome, you know. I understand. Arithax <laughs> slips upside, uh, upstairs. Upside? <laughs> upstairs and outside to the roof 
which is where we do all of our weird little <laughs> sidebars. <laughs> just the weirdest shit. The, the sidebar garden. That's what the roof is turning into. Hey, I'm not used to seeing you happy spirits, Don. <laughs> I I look over there, and like like I can kind of tell where the where the noise comes from, right? Kind of, kind like of. Like weirdly echoes off the nearby building. I just so. snap my fingers and cast Hunger of Hadar between me and that point to just completely block visual access to where I'm at. All right, <laughs> it's just en- enveloping myself in a ball of darkness. We um, refer to them as the Spect neighbor. So after after sort of basically creating a darkness barrier, Haruthax will kind of just kneel on the roof, kind of next to the uh, snow ghost of themselves, and they'll kind of look at it, and they'll they'll alter it subtly, and then set down two little bowls, and light a couple little sticks of incense, and drop a claw into one, and a tooth into another, mm. and and uh, quietly just go. Borma, Mona. I miss you. And just stay quiet. Oh. And there's not a lot of sun out on Spirit's Dawn, but what little seems to be peering through the clouds has sort of melted away the ugly face of the RTM snow ghost, but also seems to be slowly trickling liquid down its body. And eventually I, I stay up there for a while and then I wander back downstairs. Have sure. Well, while that's happening, I'm just going to be like running around and playing with the kids and just awesome. being a goof. Oh. Wow. Morty, Morty's really eager to see RTM in play mode and really wants to play with you as well. I, I'm way into it. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna dump every bit of energy that I have into this. And uh, he also keeps eyeing the cake. <laughs> After I get a little bit cleaned up, uh, Chris is gonna go around, just kind of starting, you know, songs and dancing. We have a nice dance floor, so we're just going around, just trying to make it more of a lively party. And you hear the voice of Reginald echo out and said. When I stopped in the town square and the group was playing music, I did some recording. The patterns are so simple and mathematical, it seems very easy to manipulate. Perhaps I will take my hand at it. And he opens up his little side speakers and this really interesting, almost mechanical, like three-piece string music just starts billowing out of Reginald, filling the room with strangely lively and one-of-a-kind sort of performance. I love this. Thank you, Reginald. Playing transmissions is my job. <laughs> oh my god he's precious i'm gonna go ahead and cut that cake i'm just gonna be like i'm just gonna not no ceremony i'm just gonna walk up to that bitch hold a knife and be like here we go <laughs> watch out for the jelly filling so when you cut it it's actually you know got that nice little <sighs> bleeding touch to it i thought you might like yeah, that cool and i just imagine it's like the shadow dagger <laughs> like you snap and it appears in your hand <laughs> <laughs> so i'm just like standing there like you know as if i'm about to sacrifice this, this <laughs> Can I shoot a crossbow at his hand before he drives it? In? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you're going to straight up garule this cake. <laughs> now that's a callback. <laughs> I bring it down hard and then slow down and then just cut a nice slice off the head. Nice. Yeah, everyone's like gathered around watching and kind of like clapping as you cut your cake. Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to take the first bite and just die because <laughs> it's so good. It's yeah. so buttery. <laughs> I'm going to cut very small slices so that we can get enough to feed everybody. Mm. I hope you don't mind. Oh, please do. Yes. And it's a pretty big cake. <laughs> so they don't even have to be small slices. Cool. I will just, I'll get everybody a slice. And you um, go to like plate one and then you go back to grab another and you look back and the plate's empty and like Morty's just down your feet like. <laughs> 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 Dog. Perfect. Uh, at some points, Arvid's looking for a moment when Krista is like alone. Gonna try to sidle up alongside. 
do oh. one of those hey oh yeah yeah yes how uh, uh would you like a dance uh i actually wanted to ask you about um what was that crystal from who was that from oh um well do you remember the ballroom yes do you remember the the, the hologram yes uh i have a sneaking suspicion it's it's from him who is he to you uh it's a rather complicated question is it your dad uh, of sorts at least in some ways Sorry, I honestly didn't know that. I thought I was asking a dumb question. I thought about saying, well, he was my daddy, but not quite. I, I thought about actually saying that too. Don't worry. <laughs> I had the thought, and I'm I like, know. I, I don't know. Exact same thought. I was like, no, let it go. Let it go. <laughs> not true at all. <laughs> uh, okay, I only ask because I, I've been struggling with something this mm-hmm. year. Um, What's going on? What's wrong? So this holiday is sometimes about um, the rebirth, sending the old ghosts, the old spirits back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've I've been uh, writing letters to my family ever since I've been gone, but I haven't sent any of them. I was hoping they maybe thought I was dead. But when we saw my cousin, I don't know if it's possible for me to keep going with them thinking I'm gone. Should I send them to them? Do you think it would make you feel good? <laughs> I. It's a, it's completely completely up to you. Are you two alone? We're. I mean, we're in the middle of. Yeah, I just. You're in talk. the bar. You're, they kind of sequestered, but everyone's within earshot of everyone, in a way. Okay. Just from behind in classic Artyom, like suddenly I'm there style. You could even be bringing them cake. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, yeah, I like that. I come up to them with the cake and I hand it to them. You have family. You have real family. Something that I don't understand. There is absolutely no reason not to show them what love you have. I'm glad I talked to you guys because I was going to burn them tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Send them. And if they don't respond well, they can go fuck themselves. (laughs) Cheers to that. Perthex walks down, like, right as he's saying that, and goes, oh, you're starting to figure out how family works. (laughs) (laughs) I have a suggestion as well, Arvid, if I may chime in. Uh, Yes, Maven. Maybe you can get the best of both worlds. Burn the letters, but write a new one. A new one from where you're at right now. Okay, I'll do that. Um, After a few more drinks. (laughs) Perfect. Well, uh, if you'll excuse me, Chris proceeds to his room. Mm Mm-hmm which he will light a kind of special candle using his magic. A joint? Yes. <laughs> Just kidding. A very <laughs> special candle. I don't know if it helps you get to the spirit realm easier, <laughs> maybe. Uh, using his magic and, and and trying to focus it in such a way that it, the flame color shifts a mm-hmm. little bit. Uh, he places the Prestine faces coin mm-hmm. on top of it, or next to it, rather, and... He's never. He hasn't taken off his his necklace piece in a long time. Yeah, it actually is weird in that, like you know, where it would be in the back, it's actually in the front where you would unhook it. Mm-hmm. So he completely unhooks it and places it around the candle mm-hmm. as a kind of enticement True. to what he's about to pray, in a sense, or set out there in the world. Trickster, 
What's your friend? I hope you had a good eve. And then just walks away. All right. Leaving the necklace behind. Mm-hmm. All right. Very good. And as you return, even the sickly and who were once cold and homeless are enjoying the revelry of lots of dark beer and spiced cake and the company of these strange people who are telling them <laughs> tales and playing with this huge dog and mm. hearing fantastic stories. And as there's like, they've turned the screens on and there's like, oh, you special holiday episodes playing on the screen and stuff like that. <laughs> and everyone's kind of huddled together in the warmth. Has Loshed come? Loshed has returned with Maven, yes. Uncle Loshed! Ah, little mild! So good to see you! <laughs> I'm actually going to come up to him. Are you ready for this? I've been working all day, so I smell like back of pig, but let's do this. This is okay. <laughs> I come in with a very awkward hug. You're right. And I just pat him on the back there. Duh, you do smell like pig. And he takes, he doesn't close his arms when you do it, and then he's like, oh, uh Okay. That's it. Yeah, uh, that's not bad. Yes, yes, this is much better than the very hard ones that uh, Arvid gives. And he's like giving you a good like rub down. He's like, Artyom, what is this? Uh, yeah, duh, let me show you. I take off my jacket and I show him that my skin is clean. Oh, like new baby, little Moyle. Duh. How the, you do this? The whip scars. I, I did. Uh, the, I went to the Church of Bren and they, they rejuvenated my skin. But look, look what I made them. And I very excitedly grab the one that's mine and I show him. Mm-hmm. You see this pouch? I made it with my whip scarred skin. Oh my! It's very thoughtful. They seem very confused. I guess. I guess maybe this is uh, gross. I mean, maybe a little bit gross, but I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's very ingenuitive. Duh. Especially, and I open up the pouch and I pull out a good button. Oh, your button's in the bag. How'd you do? They can now, now they can now, they can pull out my button. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> very useful. Duh. I'm sorry we did not have this back in the fields. Duh. Also very glad we did not have back in fields. Duh. I mean, they sure it would have helped the children that couldn't uh, summon their own buttons, but... Well... I hope if someone find you from behind with dagger, they don't find it too easy to slide through your baby skin. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, today is different for me. Everything I feel is changing. I feel lots of changes coming. And um, maybe a new chapter in my life. And I think it is time to think of how we might be able... <sighs> I think it might be time for us to help our people. Yeah, these humans, as they work, they're talking to each other all the time. They speak about their families and their babies and other jobs that they work, and they laugh. And at the end of working, they go to buildings where they drink alcohol together after work is done. And it only lasts for like eight, nine hours at most. <laughs> it is, it's a strange world, but I think it's time. Uh, these, these boots... Oh, it's very nice. These belong to General Sokol Mojesva Volkov. How do you get? Spirit's Rest Miracle. Spirit's Rest Miracle? What does it mean this? It is act of God. Oh. You know, they used to speak of uh, the generals. There used to be an army in Drov a long time ago. Before uh, the other hives turn us to workers, maybe. Strong warrior, same... Same rigid backs and work ethic, but with blades instead of pickaxes and shovels. I think maybe, maybe soon, maybe I don't know how soon, but soon, it might be time for Volkov to rise. Yes, this new chapter you speak of is why I leave. 
If you turn the page, there's either more book or the book is over. That's it. And then you don't have to worry about it, though. Yeah. Hey, Cake, look at this. <laughs> what was it supposed to be? Like a bug or something? <laughs> it is mole. Oh, you cut the wings out first. I see. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I'll just eat the body. No big deal. Can you say? I look at Arvin. Moil. Moil? Moil. Moil. Moil is not so. Uh, Moil. 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 Close. What? Are we talking about moles? <laughs> Moil. Uh, it's moth. Moth. Oh. Uh, Moil. 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 Too much. Too much. Ich. To uh, Moil. Moil. This is okay. You'll, you'll get there. <laughs> Maybe spend a few years in the field to roll right off your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> we do not share these names. They're uh, people. They're meant for family. Hmm. So you can use it maybe if you want. Are you... Also, so much food. Yeah. This cake would last for weeks. Not very nutritious, but uh, sugar help with energy. <laughs> Good food energy. Uh, thank you for inviting me to your friends and homeless people. <laughs> <laughs> that means nothing for me. I was homeless for weeks before I met little Moyle. This is good. This is good. I'm, I'm, I'm having a good time. Yes. And very easy to sleep on floor maybe tonight. Yes. <laughs> No, I think uh, I think I'm going to try and use the bed proper. Oh no, I mean me and them. I oh. <laughs> I still don't have a place of my own. I sleep where I find. I see. But well. I am saving coins in my sock where no one wants to go. <laughs> <laughs> For tonight, maybe buy yourself a decent uh, inn, and I give him. Oh, no, 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 no. Shad has his own money now. He's a working man. Uh, uh. Will not take from little Moyle. Maybe just one though. <laughs> 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 Ah, it is a God's miracle, as you say. <laughs> Into the sock you go, little coin. <laughs> Soon Loshat have his own bar and cakes. <laughs> oh, fuck. So the evening starts to wind down. You give these people a place to rest for the night. Be it, you know, the floor, but mm. you give them some blankets and pillows and things. And and I would like to add that I've actually sleight of handed some gold into everybody's thing. Aww. Just I'm not trying to be overt about it because I know it gets on Artyom's nerves sometimes. <laughs> but uh, I, the hundred gold I would have given Wee Williams is how much I'm spending. So total. spread amongst all spread of these people. All of them. Yes. All right. As long as you're tracking it, that's great. Yep. And things start to wind down, and you have now been awake for two days, and you're very tired and the camaraderie and the sugar and the beer mm -hmm. is starting to wear off and it may be time to turn in for the evening and maven is literally just passed out at the bar like with his hand holding his chin up mm. i think this is probably the first time i've been awake this long in maybe a year you must not have done a lot of partying mm. no <laughs> didn't have much time for it well i mean do you think that we should figure out this thing i don't know if it's time sensitive and Get at it in the morning after we know what to do. Da. I like this. In the morning. Not on the holiday. Mm. All right. So you all turn in for the evening. Um, the smell of wet puppy and mm. cake fills the air. And uh, when you wake up in the morning, Chris, you're up before anyone else. And you feel this as you awaken there is a, the gem is there in the palm of your hand. Uh, you also notice that the necklace, uh, the coin is now grafted onto a copper wire that is part of the necklace. What? So it's always hanging around your neck. It's detachable, but mm. it's now like clicked in, so it's part of it. Oh. oh, you left me a little gift. Thank you. Ah, well, I better go find my team. Artyom! Arvid! 
I'm already standing at his doorway. Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh shit! What? What? Why? We still sleep in the same room, Christ. Oh, you don't have to call Christ that loudly. I was being loud. And I only sleep for about four hours, so oh. I don't know what you've been doing. Oh, well. Well, I'm ready, and I uh, start to resonate with this crystal. See what it's about. All right, and you hear a crackling magical voice ush you out as you kind of put your arcana through the gem, feeling like only you could really tap into the secret message that's somehow hidden inside of it. And the voice fills the air very softly emanating from the gem itself. Christ? Christ, are you there? Yes, well, of course you are. <laughs> if you can hear this. I need you to know, I need you to know that I miss you very dearly, my son. My beautiful shining star. I know, I know that you've made your own path now. You've made some strong friends, too. I see that now. We learned that the hard way, didn't we? But I've not given up hope. And I know that in your heart, you know where you belong. With those who love you. Those who really know who you are. What you are. I feel a great need to give you a gift on this spirit's dawn. Like I used to. Oh, how you loved the shining jewelry and the beautiful music. But not things. Words. Truth. I'll give you time to find yourself, Christ. I just hope that you stay safe. But I will see you again. I know you're looking for answers, so I have one to give you. I've been watching. I've been listening. You haven't been very hard to keep eyes on. I'm worried that you think we did something sinister to you. You think we used some kind of cruel machinations to put into you a strange gift. Once you... a, a gift that you've learned how to use, and quite well. I'm very proud of you, but of course, the truth. There was a power in you long before we discovered you, Christ. A great and horrible power. One we had to protect people from, to study. Our special gift that we gave you is not some strange magic that makes you special. You were always special, terrifyingly special. All we gave you was a hungry passenger, one that feeds on magic. That's why it chose you. It's not your strength. It's the only thing keeping you in check, and you feed it with your every breath. And I'm certain that without it, we would all be doomed. Troubling Porton indeed wraps up this special holiday check-in with the Mortal Dawn. Those were, um, those are some pretty weird gifts. I mean, they were thoughtful and cool, but some of them were um, messed up. Save for that cake. That was a damn fine-looking cake. I know what you mean, Storm. Ugh. I mean, um, everybody loves something you make yourself. Either way, it's uh, no skin off my back. Ugh, Storm. Uh, thoughtless gifts really uh, tan my hide. <laughs> Not this again. It's nice to know they'll always have his back. <laughs> Storm, I'm gonna throw up. Join us next week, folks, when it's back to the normal questing and high-stakes action. Have a good spirits dawn, everyone, and we wish you the best in the coming year. Join us next week for a fresh new batch of the League of Ultimate Questing. It's good to be back, baby. <laughs> Um, what the fuck, y'all? Anybody Happy New else? Year, Chris. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, and on his birthday, really? And on his birthday. Surprise! Surprise. <laughs> wow. 
Well, that was intense. Jesus. Good boy. Uh, well, I loved that episode. I loved that. that. Was fun. I loved everything um, about that. Yeah, I loved how everyone's grown so much. Oh, you bunch of big babies. I love it. We've <laughs> been growing no, and questing good. together. Oh. Mm. Speaking yeah. of growing and questing together, oh, I think yes. it's Alante's turn. Yeah, it is. So, uh, first, thank you, listeners. But I would also like to go around the table and thank everybody here because they're awesome. And every session I play with them is the best session ever. So, thank you. And um, let's go around the table and reintroduce ourselves. Yep, my name is Sam. Uh, I hope you all a merry fest. I hope you all a merry fest. That's going on the Christmas card. Yep. Yeah. I hope you all a merry fest. I hope you all a merry new fest. Merry new fest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, this one's, this one's going out go New on, Year's Eve. Yeah, this will, be, this will be the New Year's one. Yeah, yeah, oh. New Year's, yeah. Which is also a new year in the in the fantasy world. Oh, wow. Interesting. Nice. Yeah, right? That's what Spirit's Dawn is. It's really well timed. Yeah, that was me. I was I'm I'm Sam, I play Arvid. I'm <laughs> I'm Michael, I play Ruth X. And of course, I'm Alante and I play Chris. I'm Zach, I play Artyom Volkov. I also am the producer, uh, sometimes editor, and technical director of Slapdash Studios. I'd also like to thank Tori Christensen for her fantastic job as an editor. Notorious. <laughs> <laughs> I like the harmony there. That was great. My name is Law. I am the dungeon master of the League of Ultimate Questing and the creative director of Slapdash Studios. And the best goddamn GM I've ever had. Oh my god. No How many kidding. times has he like made us cry or almost made us cry? Today or in general? <laughs> Just in general. Like today alone, it was at least like three times for one me. Of, one of my favorite, and it's, it's perhaps a bit sadistic of me but like at the end of the last session you were all genuinely like dewy eyed oh yeah oh, I was oh yeah Galistini, and i was just like <laughs> <laughs> i made you feel emotions <laughs> everyone talks about gms trying to kill oh players God. i'm far more terrified of the gms trying uh -huh. to destroy my heartstrings just oh. turning a hammock into your heartstrings <laughs> lawrence you're the chris perkins of our group and we oh. love you <laughs> And we love our listeners, too, because seriously, without you, we couldn't have done this amazing, awesome. Pro I mean, I hope I would still do this, but like, <laughs> this project's so great. We would just be and screaming into the void. It's a lot <laughs> more fun with people listening, for yeah. sure. And I hope that you guys felt emotions, too. And if you did feel something or just you want to see this grow and we want this to be an amazing project that we all share. So if you can please, you know, give us a shout out on social media. Word of mouth is better, you know, and try to, to have the conversation with one of your gamer geek friends one on one because that's a great way to get people like in on it and loving it. And you can tell them that, you know, we go live every Monday and there's bonus content every Friday. Uh, they can check out the website slapdashstudios.com to get links to all the great things, our Instagram, our Twitter, our Facebook, uh, and our bonus content too, uh, like links to that and all that great stuff like the D&D &D memes. It's also a great way to interact with us. Other ways to interact with us are uh, to support us with our Patreon. It gets you access to cool stuff. Uh, like character sheets, magical maps and items made by law, some bonus episodes and one shots. And uh, if you contribute $25, you can join our legendary team who gets a shout out every single week. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And your name will show up in an episode. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what is it to get access to our Discord? Because hopefully we'll get a 
we have a link to that on our Patreon. I think we also have one on the website itself. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But, but as soon as you join Patreon, you get access to different tiers of the Discord. Yep. Yeah. Which is mostly just flair, but that flair is important. Yeah. And it's been awesome to like interact and, you know, say hi to people and, mm-hmm. you know, show them my cats because I love my boys. It's been a lot of cat, <laughs> it's been a lot of cat posting lately and I'm okay with it. Good. Top tier, <laughs> top tier cat posting. Hey, my guys are cute. All right. They're adorable. And, uh, as well as our bonus episodes and our level ups and such. Uh, and Slapdash has another awesome gaming podcast called D20 Questions. And that's where you know, Zach and Law interview people and, you know, they have a little drinks. Sometimes it gets a little wild. Maybe they drink a little bit too much, but it's great. <laughs> and create all kinds of new ways to think about RPGs and storytelling. It's a great laugh. <laughs> and there's also D21 sides, too. Uh, mm-hmm. Check that out too, and that's when all it's the a clubs Patreon come reward off as a Patreon reward. Mm-hmm. So, do us a favor and make that your New Year's resolution: be a patron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we love all you cuties. I love all you cuties, and I really hope that we keep growing and questing together. And until next time, we wish you luck and happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy Spirits Dawn. Yay! <laughs> Whoa. Ham bone!